Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's Chase Farthing behind the mic tonight on the USA Real Talk. You know, if I want, could, and I would try, but I don't want to copycat even though i kind of done that. But you know what I was talking about? The Hodge brothers. You know when Every time they do the entrance, they go, yeah, we got a good show for you. We got a damn good show. Then, you know, of course, they talked about... Uh, you know their products, what they what they're selling. You get twenty percent off, and consider one of his uh, a, a white a white privilege card. And I've actually said this. I, I think I just wanted to just to piss people off, just to buy it. And if I go into places, just show it. <laughs> Don't think it would work though. I, I just would love to see, just to see what it would do. I, actually, I thought about buying one for my dad. I think he might <laughs> like it too. But there, there's another card that he would like to have name uh, a name of. I'm not gonna say it because it starts with a kind of it starts with a P. Because uh, <laughs> he's called himself that nickname for God knows how many years. He goes, I was born with it. But <laughs> uh, why not? Who knows? Uh, uh, you know, might give him a reward for that though too. We're still working on something like that. But. <laughs> You know, a lot of craziness here. I know a lot of people have seen this video uh, just recently. Uh, I'm looking into it. We'll have it for you by tomorrow. Uh, where a lot of these teenagers, uh, mostly I guess they were blacks and Latinos, uh, teenagers, they were riding together on a bike. There was like 30 or 50, 30 to 40 to 50 kids, which I don't really would not have a problem with that. But there, there is a 17th long link video uh, uh apparently you if you watch it you see some traffic violations and, and i guess where it happened it was in new jersey uh which i i guess in new jersey it, it part i guess it all depends what part uh you you have to have a license and mostly with everybody would tell you this uh you need to have some type of an id with you at all times wherever you wherever you're going so that way when you do uh deal with police officers you can be, you know, they have your name so that way they can write it, you know, run it. Just make sure it's who you are. Uh, I don't know officially. I know that they arrest somebody, but I don't think they're facing charges. Uh, the, a lot of people were actually saying that the officers needed to uh, find some real criminals. So let me let me explain this to you. If you haven't watched the video, now I'm going to tell you to do more. I'm going to get in more into the video tomorrow. But uh, I just want to say this real quick. If you watch the video where it shows a lot of them uh, doing tricks on the streets, you know, that's what skate parks are for. It, that's what your driveway is for. Use that. Okay, don't you don't you don't do wheelies. You don't do tricks on the roads because there is somebody that's not going to pay attention. And a couple of parts of the video, they're. You see a couple of them. Also, another video that they're passing cars on a double, uh, double yellow line, which you, you can't do that. You can't be passing cars. There was also a couple that they did not come to a complete stop. And, and two, excuse me, not two, but the other one, which I believe was one of the worst ones, uh, is that the excuse me, worst ones were they were actually on the wrong side of the road where they're going towards oncoming traffic it, it a lot of states uh, they actually have 
which way you're going is that you have to follow the traffic if you're essentially on a bike. Uh, in some states, it's it's opposite traffic, I believe. It all depends. In, in certain counties, you have to have a license uh, to ride a bike, which I, I think, and I'll say this, I was actually with some people, I believe having a license to drive a bike is kind of dumb. But, you know, they see it as a operating motor vehicle and, you know, you can't be intoxicated. You can't be high. You got to be uh, you got to be using it. So it's very, very dangerous. There is a video of it. Look at it. I looked it up, but I'm going to follow more of the story uh, tomorrow because I looked into a little bit of it. I have a different story that I have promised today. But before we do that, we do. And I have some good news for everybody, and I was glad to hear this. We did not have this. Uh, we did not have this case. And you know, when this app, when I downloaded this app, uh, we do have a FBI have captured a murder slash robbery suspect, and they caught her at some point time in today. She has been captured. Her name is Achilta Arira something in Los Angeles. Let me. This is how you say her name or spell it. X O C H I T L A U R O R A D E L A T O R R E. She was considered armed and dangerous. Uh, this was updated just today because she was now captured. The FBI was offering a reward up to $5,000 for her arrest. And she had so many aliases, but now we don't even have to worry about it. Um, they just needed assistance. Her birthday was November 4th, 1978. California, Los Angeles, 145 pounds, 5 foot 2, brown eyes, brown hair, female, Hispanic. As everybody could tell that, uh, they thought that she had ties. She had ties to Mexico, and also Marietta, California. Uh, this is the caution story. The FBI Los Angeles field office was assisting the Los Angeles Police Department in California with their search for the, the suspect. She was wanted for alleged involvement in the murder of a man on September 10, 2004. So that was over decades. That was now 15 plus years. So that case is finally could be put to rest. Uh, even though it's someone put to rest. But they have her down. She was charged with murder robbery by the Superior Court of California, County of Los Angeles. And state warrant was issued for her arrest. This was uh, at some point in time. And I think it, was, it had to be a long time ago. But they caught her. She's behind bars. She can face justice. And hopefully to never be brought back out. Also, in good news. We were telling you about the missing children. Nevaeh Jones, N-E-V-A-E-H-A, she was found today as well. Glad to find her, Harmony uh, Montgomery, she was found today. So we have three good up stories. We also have a new cable cases in the FBI, and as well two missing children that we need to be find tonight. So we are really glad to hear all of that. But we'll get you to those state, uh, missing sentiments and 
MBI wanted segment here tonight. But we actually been uh, wanted to talk about this. Because finally, uh, let's see, how you want to put it? Somebody saw the truth other than me and uh, billions of other people, uh, the Black Lives Matters uh, protesters and the founder. Uh, remember the co-founder of Black Lives Matter, uh, $90 million was donated to that foundation, organization, and where the, the co-founder claimed that she doesn't touch the money, it doesn't go to her, but somehow she buys a, a one house for her for three point uh, 1.4 billion dollar house in in the white neighborhood which is she was smart enough now I, I should say that I'm not gonna say that anymore uh eternally is what she did she got out of the neighborhood she probably lived in before don't really know for sure don't care and then she bought four houses for 3.2 billion dollars total um uh, and for her family is what she's claiming still to say uh and funny somebody actually caught that other than me and, and once again other billions of people the real people that see the the bs behind the black lives matter even though she was saying i don't touch the money i do this i do that i do this and that as well and more in which i i claim bs which i'm not saying she is an author uh writer and all that stuff uh what she does which is good for her but don't say that you got $90 million from the organization of the Black Lives Matter and you didn't take some of that because it don't make sense. It, it don't add up. But Brianna Taylor's mother, um, she speaks out the truth of how she sees uh, the Black Lives Matter founder. Brianna Taylor's mother blasts Black Lives Matter movement. Tamika Palmer slams BLM, Louisville, and Kentucky and state representative Atita Scott as frauds. <laughs> Which I, I claim that good that she claimed them as frauds and say you're fraud because that's the truth. That's why I say out of it. I don't see any different. But this is what uh, this is what was said. Tamika Palmer, the mother of Brianna Taylor, blasted the blank. Excuse me, the Black Lives Matter movement in Louisville, Kentucky, and he's seen remove uh, Facebook posts. I have never personally dealt with BLM. Louisville and personality have found them to be fraud. Miss Palmer wrote on Wednesday a screenshot of the of the post later published by a local media show. Uh, once again, you know the she called Kentucky State House Representative Edith Scott another fraud. Ms. Palmer gave credit to family, friends, and local activists for supporting her family after the death of her daughter. Ms. Taylor, who was 26, died uh, following a police shooting in her home during an execution of a no-knock warrant, which, by the way, I, I can see people think that the, uh, the no-knock warrant should be dismantled. I can kind of could believe on that because... Uh, maybe they should be no not warrants at all uh, because it, it can do some damage uh, to the neighbors, police officers, and people inside the house. Could be victims, but you know, who knows? And once again, though, she comes out and talks about more truth on that. 
Miss Scott has pushed for a ban on no-night warrants uh, since Ms. Taylor's death. Miss Palmer said local activist Christopher uh, II and other supporters had never needed uh, recognition. I could walk in a room full of people who claim to be here for Brianna's family who don't even know who I am, she added. She's criticized people who have raised money for Miss Taylor's family without knowing them, writing, I have watched you all raise money on behalf of Brianna's family, who has never done a damn thing uh, for us, nor have we needed it or asked for it, or so talk about fraud, which I, I, great, I, I really respect what she's saying. Because, you know, she's talking about this family, you know, she's talking about people the Black Lives Matter, uh, where she goes, we did not need money. We, we're not asking for money. We're not demanding money. You know, they asked for a settlement. The, the, here's the difference. They asked a settlement between them and the police department or the city. That was a totally different thing. They never asked money for the Black Lives Matter. They never did. And even because that was the thing. That was, they said, this was not what we wanted. You know, maybe they wanted a protest. That was probably one thing, but not the riots. Same thing, actually, you know, George Floyd did ask this. George Floyd, actually, his family said, we don't want this. This is not what we need. And same thing uh, with, with Sean Brooks. Uh, Jacob Blake asked for a different thing. And she goes, it's amazing how many people have lost focus, shake my head. Even though it says shake my damn head, but crazy as hell, right? Shake, uh, shake my damn head. I am say this before I go, and I'm so sick of some y'all. And I wasn't. I was last anybody who needs needs it. I am done. Uh, this is enough. Is enough. Miss Taylor died after being shot six times as police returned fire after her boyfriend, uh, Kenneth Walker, discharged his weapon, hitting one of the officers as they used a battering ram to enter the apartment. Two of the three officers who used their guns have been fired, One uh, with one remaining on the job. None of the officers has been charged in the death of Ms. Taylor, but one of them is facing charges of wanton uh, endangerment and respect of bullets that enter another apartment. Sergeant Jonathan McGattery who remains on the police fort, is writing a book about the event and is aftermath to be published by Post Hill Press. Uh, the Independent has reached out to BLM Louisville Representative Atita Scott for comment. And, you know, I, I once again, I, I understand where she has come from. You know, they they asked money for the, the city. That was one thing. But, once again, this was... She did not want... The Black Lives Matter to ruin her name. Even though she dated two bad guys. Uh, one was a drug dealer. They had a warrant for him. She wasn't there. They had another warrant for her. Uh, and her boyfriend's the one that started shooting. Uh, even though he actually uh, took her name and ruined it in vain. But here, here's the thing. She actually is saying that I don't want your money. We never needed this. We we never needed this chaos. You guys are the ones that prod that. You guys are the one that's saying you guys wanted the money. This was all for you. This was all your publicity. And I respect Ms. Palmer. I respect that she is finally saying seeing the truth of what these are, what these people are. They never knew about her. They don't know her well enough. And they didn't give a damn about her. Because here's the thing, if they did give a damn 
about her instead of using that $90 million and leaving it there. It would go directly better for schools. It would go encouragement uh, to especially black people. Consider it. That's the rumor that they get, which is actually true. I've seen the, I saw the stats that they are more likely to get pulled over. Comply. Just comply. That that's that's what they're saying. That's what it should be the key word. Comply. Don't fight. Stop resisting. If you got a warrant, take care of it. If you get arrested, fight in the court. That's what that's for. Fighting in the streets is not going to be the answer because that's going to get you one or two things. That's going to get you killed. That's going to get you face more charges, or that's going to really get you killed. You know. And I've talked to a lot of people through my years, and they have actually said I'd rather be tased, shot. Are being handled by police other than bitten by a dog, because uh, there was a video that I would look up for, uh, try to find it. Uh, apparently, this guy had a warrant, and I think he was also black. He was thinking short. He ran from the police. They had a warrant for his arrest. They recognized him. He ran, and he was been shot at. But there was pictures, and there was pictures shown that he had a gun, and it was aiming at the officers. And canine dog was let out, and that canine dog jerked him down and took his rear end to the ground, and he was buying the hell out of him. Uh, there was a couple shots. I wasn't remember what kind of shots, but I'll, I'll look that video up. But um, it's just once again complied. You got if you get in trouble, you got a warrant. Face it. The state's consequences. You get let out so much easier, so much easier, and less charges. Uh, I, I felt bad for the family. I really did. You know, for Brianna Taylor's family. Uh, you know, she was definitely at the wrong place, wrong time. There was, uh, you know, some people believe that she was still asleep. The boyfriend confirmed that she was not asleep. Uh, remember, he actually did lie, uh, saying that she shot first, not him. And it was, it was chaotic that entire time. But... This this is where actually some people were saying, well, we need gun controls. No, we don't. We we already got enough gun controls. Enough as that is. You can't get any worse on that. But for Miss Palmer, oh, unbelievable. God God bless you, girl. I'm giving you a I'm giving you a pause there because uh, the Black Lives Matter organization is, I'm you know to me it is a terrorist. A terrorist. It's a terrorist organization. It's just like when they uh, claim white people as terrorists. Uh, because remember LeBron James just a few weeks ago. He actually said that black people are more afraid to go out. Well, clearly that's not the truth because it shows that they're out more. Uh, matter of fact, uh, my, my neighbor, uh, who's a black guy, he's a really cool dude. He actually like steps out all the time. He's a really cool dude. And, you know, I say hi to him all the time when I walk out in... You know, he's not afraid to be out. I, I see black kids uh, going to school every day, and as well Mexican kids. So that just shows you that not, not a lot of black people are, are out to be uh, being out targeted because guys are just not, let's go, let's go find black people. Let's go find them. Let's go find them. Because if that's the truth, black people would have been uh, 10 times more death rates in the last decade than whites and Hispanics. Because okay? I gave you that statics. I gave you all that. Of course, some people probably didn't want to believe it, but you know what? That's the truth. That is the dang truth. And I think they said that 185 or 181 black people have been killed uh, in police 
custody. I believe that's what it said. I believe I had that. I'll to, I'm going to relook for you on that on a different time. But that is completely false because uh, the whites have been more killed this year yet again than blacks have. Uh, and I know there a lot of people are talking about the, the shooting about Adam Brown, I believe it is. I'll look into that, but I, I got things how I got going into the schedule, so I don't want to get off track. I've done that, and I want to stay back on it. But once again, comply. Comply, comply, comply. But some people don't know what the word comply means, and it's bad. But remember that LeBron James, LeBron James said that black people are scared to get out. Consider that's not even true. They're out every day. Uh, memory, and still, he has not been... I, I, I'm not going to say he deserves to be arrested. I, I, I'm not going to say that. Because, you know, he does have a right to free speech. But I was saying to... Uh, I was saying this yesterday. Uh, I didn't say it on my podcast, but I'm going to say it now. Let's say that if it was uh, reversed... Let's say if this was a black cop shooting a uh, white team from a, a black person um, and a white pearl athlete. People are going to be calling this officer a hero, but this white officer, excuse me, uh, this white athlete, if he would have said you're next to the exact same thing LeBron James said about a black officer that shot a white teenage girl like they have in Ohio last week, he would then, you know, and he actually said you're next. Not only that, he would have been fired from the team, his contract would break up, that he would have lost everything. He would have been kicked off the NBA. And I know people are saying, well, look at what happened to Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick got kicked off the team and let go from the NFL because he broke a rule. Because it does say they're in the NFL rule book at the time, and I think it doesn't say that they're now, uh, but it didn't or it still does, that you have to stand near the national anthem. Even though he wants to talk about it, about police brutality. That police brutality and you playing your game, two different things. You play. That's your job. And then you can say what you want to say after the game. During the national because during the national anthem, you, you do stand. You don't have to put your hand over your heart because I can't because I got a metal bracelet and I have the metal in my chest. So I do the salute. So to the men and women that fight for our country, I salute to you. But yet again he did face punishment. He got kicked off. The NFL banned him. They were giving him another chance. They told him where to go to start playing. They all waited for him. I think there was like a total of 25, 30 scouts, I believe. And he went to a local high school throwing around. And that's why the NFL won't take him back. It was like, well, heck with this. But yeah, look at LeBron James. He doesn't, he, he can say whatever he's saying. And that is the God honest truth. But if it was a white guy saying it, he would have been gone. Wouldn't even exist. Because he and he would have been called racist. Which I think it's funny that actually black people say, Oh, only white people can be racist. <clears throat> You're dead wrong on there. Just because it, 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 and look at look at Morgan Wells. Morgan Wells, just because he said the N-word, which by the way, it turns out his friend was not black. His friend was white. And he said the N-word, and he was intoxicated. He didn't say it to nobody. And all the news media did was take that and cut that and put it in there and say this is what he said. That's it. Now he can't perform. He's got no concerts. His album dropped him everything. And that's pretty sad. 
That that is dang sad. So and then remember remember that one girl on TikTok video TikTok video last year when when she goes if you go up to me and say all lives matter I'm gonna slice you throw uh, slice your throat and show you a cut on my pinky and say my pinky's cut matter and then she blamed Trump fan supporters saying because of you guys I got fired no it's stupid it's because of you it's because of your reaction it's what you said. And nobody doesn't really take accountability anymore. It's the same because <laughs> they don't. It's the same thing with what's going on now. Uh, you know, if, uh, Dante Wright, if he was still alive, take responsibility for what he did. And you know, not fight the police officers. Don't try to run. You know, essentially, he's got a weapon. He's got a car that can ran over the cops. That that would all been true. He went out to face the consequences. Uh, you know, even though the officer should not have shot, uh, you know, she's taking responsibility. She turned herself in the next day. Even though she went all blank, you know, and I just shot him, you know, maybe she thought that her gun was a taser, but, you know, it it, it all happened so fast on that video. You can see it. it even though they, they weigh about a different pound weight, uh, which is not very much, actually. I think the gun does outweigh the taser a little bit, but... When things like that are happening so quick, you got to split. You got to split second to think. And clearly, you know, when she she got her grabbed her gun, it was by accident. I would still say it was by accident. Even if a black officer that did that to a white kid and he said the exact same thing, and he had to grab the taser, I, I would believe it. There's no there's no doubt about it. But once again, nobody didn't want to take responsibility. Remember, remember a couple of years ago. Now this officer was completely in the wrong. Remember the officer uh, that was arresting a nurse in, I believe, Utah a couple years ago because there was an accident, and this officer wanted a, a, a D, a, the blood of the suspect from a DUI, and the nurse said, "You gotta have, you gotta have papers for that," and he didn't have any. Well, he was he was trying to arrest her, and she was doing her job. The cops been fired, and I believe he was charged as well, and the nurse did not deserve that to happen. And nobody deserved to have that happen. If you, it, I believe it was in Salt Lake City, Utah, a couple years ago, and that was a dangerous thing. But yet again, I don't. I'm not. Gonna, I'm gonna say it actually, since I was halfway there. If he would not did what he did, uh, when it happened, just like Athena said in 911 this past week, how many people have to die? Well, uh, from because of one person being drunk and stupid. Now I want to continue that part. Uh, Dina's husband is a fire department is a captain of the fire uh, fire department, and uh, he used to be a drunk. He would be drunk a lot, even though he took care of his wife, took care of his two kids. Uh, in his apartment, that was a complete dump, just a complete asshole. <laughs> It was completely messed up. It was so disgusting, so so bad. Uh, he was so intoxicated, and I think he—I can't remember the, the half of it. But he, next thing you know, he woke up. The apartment was on fire. The whole building was completely golfed in flames. Uh, golf in flames. Um, he blamed himself. For the loss of his children and his wife. And you know, the thing is though, he took responsibility for that. You know, just, you know, he wasn't going to meetings, but he blamed himself because I will never drink again. And he never did. 
you know, and the reason, but you know, in this fire unit that he had, he did find out that that apartment, the owner of that apartment was not uh, decoded. Fire alarms were bad. Uh, smoke alarms were even bad. Everything was just falling apart on that apartment. But when his wife now, Athena, even said, I'm sorry for what I said. He goes, nope. You had every right to say that because you're telling the truth. Because the mother that was drunk, 2.87, four times over the legal limit. Because we all know what the legal limit is, which is point zero eight. We all know that. And Athena even said to her husband, said, I'm sorry just for what I said. And he goes, no, you're completely in the right because because of her stupidity, I regret mine. Because mine killed my wife and it killed my children. And he held that baron still for 29 years, I believe it was. It, it, you just hold it for so long. And here he was, he, go, he goes to a alcoholism class, to an AA, and he goes, this is what happened. This is my story, but I got to live another day, and yesterday was a tough, last night was tough. He almost lost, uh, he found out that his, one of his uh, firefighters, Han, was going to have their child with Maddie, which is, by the way, uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt who's actually still married to the abuser on the on this show, which is really kind of cool that they're not really abusive, uh, that he's really not abusive, but they got two daughters, I believe, and so they played this show really well. They fooled me. <laughs> but it was really great. Uh, she got to have the baby on the show, uh, and Han got to see that, but he didn't find out that his younger brother was involved in that accident because he was, his younger brother was in front of it and he didn't get hit by the mother but he he swerved off and got hit by another car and he was bleeding to death his heart rate was rising but his he would had no heartbeat at the end uh but he did make it he did make it at the end and and han did not know that his brother was in the same hospital until bug was right there he came in and said, your brother's in the hospital. And he he cried. He goes, I cannot lose you. But let me tell you something, because this is what made a blessing moment of this. When that baby was born, that heartbeat started beeping again. And that was, that's a blessing moment. I'll never forget that. I might forget part of it, but one of those moments is going to be the best moments ever in lives. So, you know, the reason why I do these MBLI, FBI wanted cases, because I want families to be found. I want these suspects to be put behind bars where they need to be. Also, I want these children to be found so they can be saved. Once again, it's Mother's Day. Father's Day is a month and a half away. Then Fourth of July. Every day is a special day. You know, and sometimes you get in these politics. It drives you nuts. But now, speaking of FBI, it is time to get to these cases for tonight. So the first one we are looking for in Alexandria, Washington. Martin Onar Martinez. We're just going to... Yeah, Martin... 
Unarmed Martinez should be considered armed and dangerous. And here his pro. Here's the description: uh, murder, first degree, conspiracy to commit a felony, armed daytime burglary, use of a firearm, and commission of a felony. His nickname is Buck. That's scary. And by the way, that's not the we're talking about Buck and a different different type of Buck here. Uh, category law enforcement assistance date of birth February 4th 1991 170 pounds 5 foot 9 he's got brown hair brown eyes he's a male Hispanic so this is the caution the FBI Washington field office Northern Virginia State it's going to be safe streets task force is assisting the uh, county share of I can't say it I'll spell it F-A-U-Q-U-I-E-R County Sheriff's Department in the Virginia State Police the United States Marshal Service the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosive Homeland Security Investigations the Prince, uh, the Prince William County Police Department and the Manhattan uh, City Police Department with the search of Martin Onar Martinez Martinez also go, is known as Buck and is wanted for allegedly shooting and killing a man in Remington, for, uh, Remington, Virginia on April 22, 2021. So that was just recently. When attempting to burglarize his home on April 24th, that was also just recently, Martinez was charged with murder and related offensive in the Commonwealth of Virginia where... Uh, firing queer something county in the state warrant was issued for his arrest. So, if anybody knows anything, the Washington D.C. field office is taken over. Please make this call at two zero two two seven two zero two two seven eight two thousand. He is considered armed and dangerous, so do not approach him. Saying you're going to call nine one one, call nine one one. Let them handle it. Also, we need your help. For Robert Garrett Stewart Jr. <clears throat> this is the description. FBI is offering a reward to $10,000 for information that leads to a res- uh, resolution of this case in October 2013 in Montana. So, this, by the way, is somewhere in West Valley City. We'll read into that. Alias Baby Garrett kidnapping a missing Indian ca- uh, country. December 1st, 1987, he weighed 130 pounds, 6 foot, brown brown eyes, black hair, male, and Native American. Law enforcement authorities are seeking information that the disappearance of Robert Garrett Stewart Jr. from Montana in October of 2013, the field office, Salt Lake City, is taken over at 801-579-1400. So we need your help to find him. It's been missing so long now. We talk about some missing cases over decades and decades, over centuries. We need to find, add him to that list and find him. Also, another kidnapping and missing person, Tina Marie Finley. The FBI is offering a reward up to $10,000 for information leading to the location of Tina Marie Finley in Palmer, Idaho, March 8, 1988, in Indian uh, country. Take a Birth of use, August 25th, 1962. Uh, place of birth is Washington, 135 pounds, 5 foot 6, brown eyes, brown hair, Native American, and female. 
The, uh, Tina Marie Finley, a 25-year-old member of the Cuyahoga, Idaho tribe of Indians, has been missing since March 8, 1988. She was last seen in the Palmer, Idaho, and was reported missing days later. The investigation suggests she may have been the victim of foul play. The case of being investigated by the FBI uh, Cure Aldero Resident Agency uh, tri- uh, Trivial Police Department also so Salt Lake City Police uh, FBI 801-579-1400 you can call FBI on that or you can contact any FBI submit a tip you know anything you can remain anonymous and you can make a difference also Need your help seeking information. Matthew Leroy Grant. This has been outside. The FBI is offering a reward up to $10,000 for information that leads to an arrest in the investigation of murder of Matthew Leroy Grant. This happened December 16, 2000, December 16, in 2000, yeah, December 2016. There you go. In Bowling, Montana. His alias is Matthew Grant, Matthew R. Grant, Matthew Rattlesnake, Matthew Leroy Lee Ray Rattlesnake, Matthew Leroy Lee Ray Grant Rattlesnake. Wow. <laughs> Got some long ones there. Date of birth, October 31st, 1995. December 31st, uh, December 31st, 1995. In Wakistan, uh, Wakistan, Connecticut. It's uh, W-E-T-A-S-K-I-W-I-N. Also, download the FBI app. That would definitely help you. 150 pounds, 5 foot 9, brown brown eyes, brown hair, male and native. He's got some marks here. Grant had a tattoo on the left forearm praying, of praying hands and the words Ray Grant. He also has a tattoo of tribute design on his left shoulder. So if you know those, if you've seen those two, that could be your guy. Please, but make sure you call the FBI or the, your local sheriff's department or police department that you see them in. The FBI in Salt Lake City Division Shelby, Res- Re- Shelby Resident Agency and the Blackfeet Law Enforcement Services are asking for the public assistance in identifying the in- individuals or anybody responsible for the murder of Matthew Loria Grant. Grant's body was found in the evening of December 31st, 2016 in an alley between College Homes and South Glacier Homes neighborhood in Bowling, uh, Montana. The field office of Salt Lake City is taking over. Please make they call it 801-579-1400. You can make a difference. You can remain anonymous. John Walsh has said that so many times on his show. So please make those calls. If you know where the woman was at that we just talked about, that was captured today, which is unbelievable. But now we need your help. In the state of Maryland, we have two children that are missing. The end of tonight. We need your help to find Kayla Glenway, G A W. It's gonna be G L A D N U Y. Uh, Kayla, she was last seen on April twelfth, twenty twenty one. Fifteen days now has gone by. Once again, Mother's Day is around the corner. So, Baltimore, Maryland, May fifth is her birthday. Sixteen years old. She's a black female with brown hair, brown eyes, five foot six, one hundred forty pounds. We need your help. I do not have any stories of what is happening, but she is endured as a runaway. 
So we need your how to find her. Another one. In it's gonna be in <laughs> Sorry, in Maryland. Maria Edwards. She was last seen on April 14th. 20 of this year, 13 days in Bobby, Maryland. December 6th is her birthday, 15 years old. Black female, brown hair, brown eyes, 5'4", 240 pounds. If you know anything, please call the 1-800-843-5678 or Price George County Police Department, Maryland at 1-301-352-1200. And I'm sorry for not mentioning the number for Miss Kayla Green. So if you know anything, please contact the National Center of Missing Children or Baltimore City Police Department at 1-410-396-2466. Anybody who knows anything, please make those calls. Let's find those children. Let's bring them safe. Even if it the fire station, police department, hospital, just bring them somewhere where they can be safe. But it is officially going to be ending my shift tonight. I get to be here tomorrow. It will hopefully for another beautiful day. By the way, if you have not watched Raw, congratulations to Bryant Strowman, which, by the way, adds his name to the list to face Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship in a triple threat match. I got two guys. I know who I'm going for. I'm going for Drew McIntyre and... Uh, and uh, Braun Strowman. Ah, that's right. I'm picking the monster among men or the Scottish psychopath. Beat Bobby Lashley for the world championship. Can, once again, congratulations to Mr. Brad Keselowski last night winning at the uh, Talladega Motor Speedway. Also to Jeff Burton winning under the rain delayed Saturday at Talladega. They both raced at Kansas this weekend and the truck series as well. But other than that, ladies and gentlemen, this is Chase Farthing signing off. Have a good night. I'll see you on tomorrow.